Hello guys, so the podcast episode is going to start really soon. I just realized that I forgot to uh, record the, do the introduction properly, so that's why I'm recording this. So for all of you listening, you're listening to the Grow Rich podcast powered by Tech Help Canada. And uh, now for the episode. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today. My name is Gabriel Mwatarali and today I am going to be talking about my top keyword research tools. So when it comes to keyword research tools, uh, some of you may already know there are a lot of uh, paid keyword research tools out there. However, I don't believe that you need keyword paid keyword research tools anyways, just because search engines uh, in general provide means for you to uncover keywords that searchers are using, right? Because they have an invested interest in ensuring that businesses continue to create the content that searchers are looking for, bloggers, non-for-profits, etc. They depend on content creators, essentially, to make sure that that content, the content, the information that users are looking for is consistently provided to them because the user is the customer of the search engine okay you are the content producer if you own a business you run a blog or anything you're the content producer for google or bing or DuckDuckGo, and the user is the customer okay so you need to make sure all three of them all three of those parties are happy including yourself so uh, you need to make sure that you get what you want the search engines get what they want the user gets what they want Right, so you got to meet that sweet spot because that's how that's that's the name of the game when it comes to online marketing today. Because search engines are at the center of everything. Consumers have chosen you know, they, they've chosen search engines as their portal, and search engines do a very good job as being that portal to the web. They do a better job than things like web directories, which people used back in the day. They do a better, a much better jo- job than those guys, those guys or forums or anything like that. So, so. Um, now, so it's very important that we do keyword research. That's That has to happen. So you don't really need to pay for any keyword research tools because Google, Bing, a lot of them have um, have features that allow you to find uh, keywords really quickly, such as uh, keywords, their keyword suggestion, uh, uh, their keyword-related uh, uh, tool feature. on When you search, let's say if you go to Bing or Google and you search something, you scroll all the way to the bottom, you're gonna see keywords related. Those are those are just keyword suggestions based on your seed keyword, I like to call it, that you typed in. So if you type in small business and then you scroll all the way down, you're gonna see a bunch of keywords that are related to that. And then if you wanna keep going to uncover even more keywords, you can type something new or you can click on one of those keywords that you just found and it will give you related suggestions for that too. So and a lot of these keyword research tools are based on this this feature, right? They're getting all this information from search engines anyways. So you don't really need to pay for keyword research tools. What I do suggest that you can pay for if you want to, which it's again, it's not recommended, is you you should have some kind of SEO tool, general SEO tool. It does speed up your work, especially if you're serving clients, but a lot of you are business owners. And if you if you're a business owner and you're you're doing this in-house, maybe you have someone on your team that's handling SEO and they're probably listening to this just so they can learn more or whatever, or you're listening to this so you can teach them more, whatever it is, because everybody's situation is different. 
still get a I still say you should get a keyword um, sorry a general SEO tool pay for one uh, Moz is a good one but they're, they're pretty on the high side when it comes to price so it depends on the, how much value it's gonna provide for you so Moz is a pretty good pick I've used them before um, SC rankings is a really good one which I'll leave a link to that um, uh, if you if you're listening to this on the uh, on the podcast homepage you find a link if you're listening to this on on our website and our homepage itself you you probably won't uh, find a link but or but if you listen to this on YouTube for example again uh, if you listen to this for you on YouTube or any other place like that you'll probably see a link just giving you a heads up there so if you don't see a link it's probably because you have to go to the main home uh, homepage for the podcast which I will I will uh, I think I believe we have a link to that and if we don't I will make sure we put one okay so uh, in any case though I'll leave that there because SC rankings I believe is going to be in the future the best SEO tool out there if not already because these guys are killing it I use them uh, I love them I love what they're doing they're always innovating they're bringing something new every time um, I think I got invited once to a podcast to get to meet meet them, but for, I think it was a podcast or a video. I can't remember. I, I know I got an email for something, but I just I was so busy I couldn't even make it through. But these guys are awesome. So if I get that opportunity again, I'll make sure I take it. But anyways, love SC rankings. Uh, definitely check them out. So let's let's get on to the list. So my first go-to tool, of course, uh, when it comes to keyword research tool, is Google Search Console. Google Search Console, while it doesn't give you uh, new key, uh, keyword suggestions per se, it does tell you how your keywords are performing and which keywords you're ranking for, right? So you'll be able to see which which keywords you're ranking for and which pages are ranking for those keywords. That's a huge clue on how you can focus your content strategy, right? So if a keyword, if I'm ranking for a particular keyword on a page, for, uh, if, a, if one, sorry, if one of my pages are ranking for a particular keyword and I actually optimize that page for a different keyword, but Google is ranking my page for another keyword that has nothing to do with what I optimized it for, but they are related, then I need to go back and look at my content and re-optimize my content for the keyword that Google is ranking me for. That should, um, uh, in most cases, when I do this, it, boom, um, apologies for the snap, <laughs> but yeah, it literally shoots your rankings all the way up, okay? So, so that's definitely something I, I, I recommend everyone to do is look for those pages that are ranking for keywords that you didn't optimize them for. I guarantee you, well, I'll say almost guarantee you because uh, search engines uh, fluctuate a lot. The SERPs uh, fluctuate a lot. So, you know what, just... but. In most cases, this will work. Look for, uh, let's say you have a page, look for what it's ranking for. If the page is sitting uh, on page 100 or something, and that keyword that you're ranking for, optimize that page for that keyword if it fits, right? You don't have to change your content completely. Just optimize the page for the keyword that Google thinks it's about, okay? And that should shoot up your rankings, right? Of course, there's other factors uh, in play on why you're not ranking for that keyword, it could it mostly because uh, probably because you don't have enough authority for it. But if you can, if you can easily rank for something else, 
that you don't need as much authority to rank for and it's still related to the content that you have just go modify your content and re republish it uh, on the same URL of course and you should boost your rankings anyways let's move on to the next one the next one is uh, Google Trends okay so Google Trends is and I'm gonna leave a link to all this stuff so no worries I'm gonna leave a link to all this stuff um, again, if you're watching this on, if you're, if you're listening to this on the website, you will you should find a link somewhere that takes you to the actual homepage. Uh, we use Bus Bus Sprout to host our uh, podcast, so it should take you to that homepage, and you should be able to access all these links. Okay, but but again, so anyways, so Google Trends. Uh, when you go to Google Trends. It's a tool that essentially measures the popularity of a keyword or the demand for it uh, from one between one and one hundred. Okay, so this is a, it's very good. It's a great tool, um, it, especially when you're trying to start. Uh, maybe you're trying to start a subsection on your website, or you're trying to create another website, and you want to uh, get in, venture into some kind of business. Like even if like uh, you can look at this and go, you know, you can see, clearly see the demand of the market. It's it's amazing. I mean, you you will see exactly. Do people want this product that I'm thinking about, right? Should I be part of this industry? What's the like? You know, like you can just whatever you type in, it's gonna give you that information. Number two, oh sorry, number three. Mm. Uh, okay, number three, uh, Google Keyword Planner. Okay, I talked about. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, okay, so I talked about uh, Google Keyword Planner before, and I'm going to leave a link to that as well. Um, so I'm not going to say too much about it right now, just because I don't want to beat on that dead horse for too long. But anyways, um, Google Google uh, Google Keyword Planner is where is the same th is where a lot of those paid keyword research tools get their data from. Uh, it's an AdWord tool that essentially gives you all the keyword suggestions as well as um, how much advertisers are bidding for those keywords and as well as, you know, gives you, the of course, the keyword volume, like how, how often people search for that keyword every month between and it gives you bit, between uh, with ranges, right? It uses a range to give you that information. So 10 to 100, 100 to 1,000 searches per month, etc. So uh, it doesn't give you an exact number. So I guess that's where keyword research tools um, might be uh, might be worth it if you want to know the exact number of searches you get every single month. Uh, people, uh, the, uh, sorry, the, the exact number of searches that keyword gets every single month. Then you can pay for a keyword research tool because they'll give you the exact number. Um, because they are paying, I believe they are paying Google somehow to use their API, uh, which stands for Application Programming Interface. Um, so uh, that's that that tool definitely, absolutely, you should use it to uncover keywords. I tell you a trick about Google Keyword Planner though, that I use often is if you want to know whether a keyword is uh, where, where essentially where a keyword stands based uh, based on. Um, Based on the the consumer journey, right? So the buyer journey, we know it's 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 you know I I, I put it in four four stages, uh, but some some people have it in six or seven stages. But anyways, the buyer journey kind of goes like this: awareness, uh, 
um, interest, um, um, research, buy, right? Actually, I don't even say research, I say shop, right? So awareness, interest, shop, buy, right? So uh, awareness, they, they, they know about your product, um, interest, they're interested about your product now, and um, they're shop, they're checking out other people and seeing which one maybe they're seeing who has the best price or who has the most features, whatever, and then they decide to buy, right? So if you wanna see where that keyword fits in, the in terms of targeting, uh, under that, uh, under the buyer journey, um, if you want to know if it's a keyword that fits in the uh, shop stage or the um, buy stage, which is usually the two stages that you should be targeting the most, but you should also be creating information for um, for the uh, awareness and interest stages as well. But if if you want to know where that fits, you need to look at the amount of money advertisers are willing to pay for that keyword because keyword planner will tell you the average cost per click that advertisers are currently paying for that keyword if it's really high then you have you you have a keyword anything i, I think anything over five dollars in fact no i think anything over two three dollars actually um it's worth looking into to create content for. It's probably uh, anything over that amount, over two, three dollars, is probably around in the, uh, uh, it's probably going to be meeting consumers at the shop and buy stages uh, of the buyer cycle, okay? So that's a nice, nice tip there for you guys to use. Number four, answer the public. So answer the public, is um, is a keywords uh, research tool and it's free. I, I believe there's a paid option, but I like answer the public because it categorizes the the keyword suggestions for you uh, under uh, five categories: questions, pr uh, uh, prepositions, comparisons, alpha alphabeticals, and uh, related. So it will it will categorize them for you, and then you can also download that information into a CSV or an Excel spreadsheet, which is really handy. So I definitely recommend using Answer the Public, especially when you have like, all maybe you have a brand new website and you want to get all the keywords that are possible uh, based on your seed keyword. So if your your seed keyword is usually your industry. Um, or specifically what you do, right? So if you're a marketer, it would be marketing, and then you can go from there. If you're not a general marketer and you're doing SEO, it would be SEO, then you go from there, right? So that's usually usually the case. And then number five, um, Google Correlate. So Google Correlate is, is, a, is part of the um, Google Trends. It's part of Google Trends. Um, but it's a really nice tool. You can get to it, google.com slash trends slash correlate. Um, that's how you get to it, and it's uh, definitely just like the name, just just like, like the name sounds. Um, it gives you keyword correlations, so you put anything in, and it gives you keywords uh, correlations to that those terms. Sometimes you'll be surprised on what you actually find as a correlation to your keywords. So I definitely recommend it. Uh, number six, uh, keywords everywhere. So keywords everywhere, I love it. I mean, <laughs> this is this tool is amazing. It's it's like keyword research on steroids. So basically, with keywords everywhere, you uh, 
you download the and install you have to have a it works with the Chrome browser I don't know if it works with Firefox it may but anyways you download it and you install it once you install the, the plugin on your browser um, every time you do a search on Google it's gonna show you keyword suggestions yeah it'll just show you keyword suggestions on the right hand side of your screen and then it's gonna show you a ton of uh, related terms so it gives you more keyword suggestions and you know more related terms as suggestions than um, than uh, just if you went to Google without having that tool installed right so definitely keywords everywhere everywhere you go it also gives you it also tells you um, how much uh, the average bid uh, cost per click is for that specific keyword and it tells you the keyword volume too so keywords everywhere is a great way to just quickly do keyword research for like your blog post in the morning let's say you wake up in the morning and you're like hey I gotta write a blog post I don't want to spend time doing keyword research because I forgot to do keyword research or I don't have a, a, a an Excel spreadsheet with a bunch of keywords already great keywords everywhere just use that find something you want to write about and go for it uh, last one is of course I just already talked about it number seven Google Bing and Yahoo and you know the search engines themselves essentially use the search engines themselves they always have again they they have an invested interest in ensuring that you continue to create content because otherwise their their customers which is people us consumers who use the user who uses their search engine will not be happy if they can't find what they are looking for so they because of that they will always have features that help you find the terms that people are searching that they're searching for right now okay so that's it for this episode thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful day